Thursday's announcement by Meg Lanning of her immediate retirement from international cricket. It's been brought with heartfelt reaction from fans and media and players around the world. Here's a little of what Meg had to say. It's something as I grew up, I never thought that I'd be the the captain of any team Um, and I didn't do any of it as a junior. It it never really crossed my mind until I really got given the job and I was learning on the job and um, I feel like I was a very different captain by the time I finished up um, from when I started. I learned a hell of a lot about myself um, and you know always kept kept learning new things and I had a lot of support along the way as well I think you know those people um, you know there's a lot of them I certainly couldn't name them but you know name all of them but uh, I had a lot of support to, to allow me to to look like a good captain um, so yeah it's um it's been a lot of fun and and I guess you know I, I don't really know anything else other than to play and, and captain a team and and um, yeah I guess now it's time for a new experience. Meg Lanning, and a beautiful interview that was with our Andrew Moore, which we played on Grandstand yesterday. And joining me now with her thoughts, former Australian captain, member of the ICC and the Australian Cricket Hall of Fame's Karen Rolton. And Karen, one of the great batters in cricket history, averaging 56 in Test cricket, 48 in ODIs and 51 in T20 internationals. And amongst her many achievements, twice World Cup champion in 1997 and 2005. Karen, hello, great to be chatting. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Uh, Your reaction, firstly, to Thursday and the news of Meg Lanning's retirement? Yeah, I guess, like, obviously it's disappointing for, 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 for women's cricket and I guess probably her struggle over the last 18 months or when she's been in and out of of playing cricket, you probably knew something might have been coming up, and um, I guess everyone hoped she would come back and 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 be playing for Australia. But I guess it just shows the the challenges she's had, and um, she's probably made the right decision in the end for her. And what about this performance today, the Melbourne Stars, and that gripping win over the Renegades, and top scoring sixty seven not out? Yeah, she she did really well. Obviously, I've had in the past some involvement with the Renegades. Yep. So I was sort of hoping the Renegades uh, would get up over the line. But um, no, Meg, uh, yeah, she just keeps playing well. And uh, I could see after um, the 20 overs of her batting, she could, she was really frustrated as well. So um, you can still see how much the game means to her. Karen, I'm just thinking your international careers, they, they didn't quite overlap. But in terms of the domestic careers, uh, Meg, um, with Victoria, you South Australia, in those really, well, very early days for, for, for her and, and also for you, the later stretch, did you ever cross paths? No, I don't think I did. I was, I was trying to think back and, um, like, when I retired, she would have been about probably 17 or something. So um, I, th- I think she was just starting to, to come through then. But uh, when I um, moved to Victoria uh, 10 years ago, I was assistant coach of uh, the Victorian women's team for a couple of years and, and managed to work alongside of her then. What was that like? What can you tell us? Yeah, she's just a, a fan. Like, I love... I guess all through my career and, and watching whether it's men's or women's cricket, I love, you know, just batters that are that are getting on with the game. And, you know, she did it very easily as well. Like, it's very hard to bowl to her. Like, you know, I think sometimes teams could have probably 10, you know, nine fielders from backward points. And I think she'd still manage to hit a boundary. Like, that's one of her... Um, her scoring shots is hitting it through backward point and, and you know, she's got a fantastic cover drive and 
and that as well. So, you know, just it was just so hard, you know, for opposition bowlers to bowl to her and, you know, she'd get the game moving on and she could just score at will. I know in terms of you retiring from international cricket and, and just before Meg made her international debut, so thinking back there to 2011, and I'm just thinking at such a young age, you know, she was 21 when she got the captaincy, but at 18 and that first ODI century coming up in just her second international at the Wacker against England. Yeah, it, it probably just showed how, how good a player is. Um, she was at that at a young age, and and just how well she was going to go for for Australia. And I know uh, in that interview she said she you know had no thoughts about being captain and and all that. But you know she's led the team so well over over her time uh, under her, and they've been a very successful team. You played fifteen T20 internationals. You averaged fifty one. Have you at times wished, wow, if it could have been like it is now then, or what it would be like to be part of all T Twenty cricket and what it is like for women right now? Yeah, it's, it's such an amazing opportunity for for females and women growing up now. Um, I would love to have had all the tournaments and um, that they have now with the WPL and. Um, you know, the 100, the big bash and, you know, it's just such amazing cricket that that's going around and, you know, it's also good to see that they're starting to play a few more test matches as well, um, which everyone loves loves playing. But I think in the end, I would have loved to have just done it full time, uh, just being able to concentrate on my cricket without having to work and, and to, to play all the matches that they're um, lucky enough to play now. Do you talk about that with some of the, the players that, that you speak to now? Yeah, definitely. And you know, I get asked all the time, even when I'm at work, um, you know, people are saying, oh, don't you wish you you could have been born, you know, and playing in this era. And, you know, you do just to play, like I love the competition and, and would have loved to have played a, a lot more matches. And like I said, being able to work on my game full time. But, um, you know, I still wouldn't give, you know, take back any of the memories and opportunities that I had when I was growing up as well. Just thinking of Meg taking on that captaincy role at 21, you took the captaincy role from another legend, another such great player in Belinda Clark, and you were 30 or 31. What was it like for you at that stage? Yeah, because I was was vice-captain for a very long time. I was vice-captain from 1997 Mm. to to 2006 so uh, or 2005 um, so I, I got to learn under Belinda and you know I was lucky enough to play so many matches with Belinda to um, even play against her at state level and um, you know it was always amazing I really enjoyed when I, I had the opportunity to bat with her and you know it was it's such an honour to represent you uh, to captain your country like not many people get to do it and um, you know, I think it's it's just a fantastic honour and, and something you're very proud of to, to go out into the field and leading the team. Did you start in the back garden? I'm just quickly thinking back to uh, the interview with Meg. What was it for you that got you right into cricket? Yeah, I I played a lot in the backyard um, with my brother, especially. My my dad would, would come out as well and play at times. But yeah, I spent a lot of time in the backyard with my brother and then there was quite a few um, neighbourhood kids around the place and, and we'd quite often go down the park and, and play. And, and I play, played a lot in uh, primary school and high school as well. And I'm just thinking to the stadium in your name. What is that like in Adelaide? Yeah, it's still, um, I, I still find it 
you know, I have a little smile on my face every time I see my name get mentioned. Um, but it, it, like, it's a fantastic honour to to have something like that named after you. And you know, um, I was really, you know, surprised um, when the opportunity arose. And um, but it, you know, it's just an amazing thing when I get back to Adelaide. Um, you know, just about drive by it all the time. So it's um, you know, it's, it's great to see, and it's it's a fantastic stadium as well. And you know. Um, yeah, just an amazing honour. Karen, it's been great to catch up with you. And just a final thought, there's so much stuff we can talk about, but I'm just thinking back, and I know that Meg has referred this as well, that final at the 2020 T20 World Cup, the huge crowd at the MCG victory for Australia as well, just what that moment has meant for, for women's cricket internationally and, and everything that surrounds it. Yeah, it was amazing. I, I was at that game and then in, in between innings, got to, you know, be on the on the ground, on the sidelines, and we did, like, a guard of honour for, for the girls to walk out through. And, no, it was just amazing to see so many people there and so many just to come and watch, like, a women's game. So, you know, the the women's games come come on in leaps and bounds. And, and I think now would you see um, all the tournaments going around the world, it's just opened up so many more opportunities now for so many players um, all around the world. Karen Rolton, so lovely to chat with you. Thank you so much for your time on Grandstand this afternoon. Thank you for, ha- thank you for having me on.